0: Dish, I am Stephanie Hansen. Hey, I'm Steph March, and we are together again Woo-hoo. after a week apart. Thank yeah. you to Meredith Deeds, who always does such a great job filling in. It was good, it was fun. I feel like on Saturday or on Saturday morning, wherever it is that I am, and my phone starts blowing up and going crazy. I know. Whoever is filling in is doing a great job with you, and I
1: feel less bad that I'm gone. So oh, good. You, and then you just then you turn and start drinking your sunny drink on your boat. With That's your right. And ways. I add a little and more sunscreen. And you forget sunscreen. that we
0: exist. Uh, yes, yeah, sort of. Kind of. right. was I was, ready, I was so. really good. Like I'm sure it looked like I was on social media all the time because <laughs> I posted did. every day. I was thinking that you should like maybe cut yourself off a little bit. I felt like I was because yeah. I only like looked at it that one time a day. Okay. I sometimes the videos. The video is like, first of all, we were sailing. Yeah. And there was a lot of wind. And there's always a lot of wind this time of year. But there were pieces of it where there was a lot of wind. Yeah. And there was one storm that we were in where, you know, it's one minute you're sunny and you're in your bathing suit and it's very wavy and we're making a crossing. Yeah. And the next minute we're in a gray cloud of rain and you can't see. And we both had to take our glasses off because it was so rainy. Yeah. And it's just pouring rain and you're kind of going in a circle because you don't want to move forward because you don't want to hit anybody. Right. You're close enough to land that there starts to be like rocks and we're just in a circle and both staring at each other like, whoa. And Kurt had read in a book that when you're in the middle of a storm, the water starts to look like oil. Because it gets super calm in the very middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was telling me, and he was like, "Look," and it was so true and eerie. E- and you're just alone, and no, you're I don't out want there, that. Don't want and that. it's rainy. And see, I don't want it. Nope. So yeah, that was kind of. Can- and then <laughs> go ahead. We had another day like 15 feet swells. Oh, so you're no nope. okay. <laughs> you're in a sailboat, so you're riding down the wave and then riding up the wave. Yeah, this is the part where I'm. Am- Clearly not a sailor. And some people just are motion sick. Like, I get that. Yeah. And they say that everybody gets motion sickness. Every sailor will barf at some point. I haven't yet, but I might. Okay. Who knows? Um, but when you're riding up the wave, it's like, okay. And then you're riding down the wave, and the wave is taller than the boat that's yeah, coming that's, at you. I don't want that. And it's not going to, like, <laughs> crest over you because you're going to ride it. But at one point I looked... And the boat is, you know, 15 feet tall from the bottom to the top. And I'm looking and I'm like, Kurt, that wave that's coming our way is already taller than the boat. He's like, yeah, that's probably over 15 feet. I'm just like, all right. And they had told us not to leave. They said, you're heading right into a storm. The swells are 15 to 20 knot winds or 25 knot winds and the swells are 15 to 20 feet.
1: And you can't get out of it. Like, you can't leave. You can't be like, oh, we got to go. No. We can't go hide in anywhere. We can't, like, go inside. (laughs) No, and that's the part. It's not so much that the wave's going to come, like, crash over me. My fear is we're going to flip over and we're going to be the Poseidon experience. Well, and
0: boats, like sailboats, if they flip, and they can, they'll flip right back up because the keel. But in the meantime. (laughs) Theoretically, they're supposed to. Um, We (laughs) did have our life jackets on a couple days. And there's this thing called the um, spring, lazy, some kind of line that the sailor can clip themselves in. Yeah. And as they walk, they're clipping yeah. to make sure that if they fall out of the boat, they're attached. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, do you have that line? He's like, no, there isn't one. So he had like this rope tied onto him. And he's like, it's super windy. And he's like. If I fall out of the boat, this is what you need to do. This is the emergency stop. You drop this line. And he's like telling me all this stuff. I'm like, if you fall out of the boat, I'm just going to probably cry. <laughs> so tie yourself And I can stop the boat and then you can pull yourself line by line back in. I can definitely throw the life preserver and put the ladder down. Oh my God. My first question would be, or my first statement would be,
1: if you fall out of the boat, I will probably also fall out of the boat. So then what? <laughs> it's it's when it's rainy, it's slippery. That's so my point. You, like, there's like why these do little think wires that I would holding in the you boat. in. Yeah. yeah. Like that I would magically be able to stand here if you are gone. That's like, kind of
0: crazy. Okay.
1: Can we talk about one thing with your social media posts? Can we talk about
0: Nipplegate? Because <gasps> I have to tell you. I have purposely not been talking and looking at that. Because so many people <laughs> sent me messages like, what is going on? <laughs> like, it's- if I tell you the real story, it's so embarrassing and sad <sighs> that you're just going to die. And thank God the Kurt does not listen to my radio show, honestly.
1: Well, all I'm saying is it just highlights for me how unfair it is that men can walk around with their nipples out and women
0: can't. <laughs> and it was his breast. It was his. And he is feeling a little sensitive <laughs> because he's gained the five to ten pounds from Thanksgiving to now. Oh, God. And... I didn't really realize it, no, and he doesn't know. No. You were taking a picture of the cup. That's right. If you're wondering, you should just look at her instagram or just don't out of respect for my husband's 10 pounds just no because he like yesterday he was like god i really gotta like i got he's going skiing on a boys weekend now i'm like you have a rough life like you can't find one day where you can drink and eat healthy because you're (laughs) constantly
1: what's worse is the male response is oh i'm gonna have a salad tomorrow and and i'm gonna walk five minutes and then you're like oh and then he's like the next day he's like yeah i'm totally
0: fit and it is completely It's totally male. Completely. Totally male. Yep. As I'm getting, I get back. Uh, first thing, I, we get back at literally like 1.45 in the morning and my sleep's all messed up anyway from morning drive and then the time change. And I'm like, oh, I may as well go kickboxing the next morning because that's what I have to do now because I've eaten five pounds worth of everything. Yeah. But it was, uh, it was a great trip. We had a super lot of fun. And while I was there mm-hmm. laying in my berth, you know, windy evening where everything's going, I watched the Paris Hilton cooking video <laughs> and it was good. <laughs> it was so wrong. It was right. Yeah.
1: But in all the like, did you, you should read, did you read the comments that cause we posted it on the
0: didn't Facebook page. I did read the comments. You should just read some of our,
1: our, our dishers comments cause they are hysterical.
0: It was like two thirty in the morning and literally I couldn't sleep cause the boat was just banging around so much. And I was laughing out loud. Kurt had his earplugs and he couldn't hear me. Yeah. Uh, No, it's amazing.
1: I know a lot of people couldn't even get through it, which I got to give them the props for totally sticking to their guns and, you know, having a quality standard, I guess, because I watched the whole thing. And I mean, the entire time I'm just waiting for her hair to catch fire
0: or something (laughs) or dip into the sauce or something. Wasn't it you that told me I had some friends over for dinner last night and I always light the candle and put it on the back of the toilet? Yeah, and I said, never do that. Yeah, because you That's came mean. to my house and you were like, yeah, one time I sat well, down it, it and was the, at my Molly's. hair started on fire. It was at Molly's house because yeah. they all have short hair.
1: They don't know. I have long hair. I was sitting in the bathroom and I was like, "Oh, what's the oh?" And it was just a little tiny bit, but enough sing-y. to make it smell. And then I thought, if I would have leaned back like a little bit more, yeah, that would have been a if fully you would have really been fully reclining
0: thing. on the toilet seat. And
1: this time of year, when people are wearing scarves and stuff too, that's also dangerous. Yes, so please don't. Serv- public service announcement. Also, by the way, happy New Year. Happy New Year! Today Chinese is New Year. The first uh, Chinese New Year day of the year of the White Metal Rat. Do we know about the rat? Have you looked yes. up? Like the rat is actually quite lucky, by the way. Uh, it is in 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 folklore and legend and all the rest. It is uh, the, it's 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 a harbinger of wealth. It's okay. supposed to be, you know, basically seen as a sign of wealth and surplus. So they're kind of saying, um, because of their and I think it's because of their reproduction rate, because they are so so prodigious,
0: well, you know. You know, the coronavirus yeah, will take care of that. That'll Just take care of that. Start killing out some yes. people.
1: Yes. But the rat uh is yang in terms of the yin and it represents the beginning of a new day. Okay. So it's really about new days, surplus, good stuff coming. Um they're rat people people who were born in this year and also if you were born in like 1996 84 72 um 60 those kind of years they're clever quick thinkers successful but content with living a quiet and peaceful life oh those are the rats i'm a pig last year was my year i'm i think a monkey you might be a monkey Ooh, this is supposed to be actually a a lucky year for
0: you too i was reading through everybody's horoscopes i love it i don't know why i do that yeah it's fun yeah Okay, we have a great show coming up for you. We're going to spend some time with the folks at Travail that are ready to launch 3.0. Yep. We've got a chicken wing conversation, and I have a little taste test okay. for my friend Stephanie. Holy moly. We're going to take a break. You're listening to The Weekly Dish on My Talk 107.1. We'll be right back. Welcome back to The Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Hey, Steph March. While I was uh, laying in my berth after watching the Paris Hilton cooking video, mm-hmm. And I had completed my seventh episode of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel Season 3. All right. Which is very stylistically clever. Yes. Plot-wise, I felt like they're a little off the rails, but um, stylistically, it's a treat. Just the clothes in to- this one were yeah. outstanding. Uh, did you watch the whole thing? Oh, yeah. The clothes, the just styling of it. Again, I thought plot-wise, they kind of left some people behind. and
1: I was okay with it.
0: Um yeah, but it was really cool to just watch it stylistically and um there was a whole scene about the making the brisket again. I love the cooking scenes in these shows. So. Well, she
1: loves her kitchen. Like, that's the fun thing about Maisel is that she's, like, this driven woman
0: who's, like, going out and she wants to create a life, but she loves her kitchen. Yeah, and I loved when she was cooking for the whole um, tour. Yeah. And just looking at those kitchen pictures and the kitchen sets Yeah, with the Harvest Gold. Oh, it was beautiful. Anyway, I started, anyway. I was thinking about chicken wings because I knew I had a segment coming up where I had to talk about chicken wings. And you and I are in a funny position because okay it's official this is our 13th year (laughs) i actually we are in it we are in our 13th year we just started our 13th year in january of this year because we started the show like in december last week of december so in our 13th year there's very little that we haven't talked about Uh and also when you add like the tv stuff that we've done the other shows other radio shows that we've done like we've talked pretty much about everything and you feel like you've talked about like I feel like I've talked about chicken wings ad nauseum a million times but then when I was like looking for the actual content I hadn't talked about chicken wings since 2013
1: well I mean you got to think about radio wise we talk about things that we don't I mean, like, you can't say that we have not talked about chicken wings that's since 2013,
0: because right. we have. <laughs> but the last time I, like, did a package, as you would call it, okay. ma- like because you're the magazine package yeah. person, mm-hmm. that I put something out there was 2013. So mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it has been a while since I talked about chicken wings. Because, like, I remember us talking last year about the baking soda option and all that kind of stuff. Yes, we talked about cooking them. Yep. And then also we talked about, let's just be honest, there's going to be a wing shortage that's going to happen yeah. next it's going to happen in the next week, probably Right, because of the Super Bowl. Kinda. Yeah. Where there's going to be no chicken wings, which is absurd. Yeah. Um. So we'll have that to look forward to. But in any case, I went back to I at some point and I've pretty much added to it. I have curated an awesome Pinterest board of chicken wing recipes. So I'm going to put that on the Facebook page and I have even updated it like a lot of them are slow cooker. Some of them were broiled. These are all make at home recipes. But there's a lot of good instant pot recipes for chicken wings now. Have you done chicken wings in the instant pot? No, because I can't.
1: I can't believe that that's going to be a good idea because you it's, are. It's not as good like as I your don't, fried version. Here's my deal. Like, well, I mean, I guess I wonder. It's a, It's going to be a pressured steam. Yeah. You know what I mean. So it's like it's not going to be crisp. I know you have to do a second. You, then, then the you're idea broil. is to take it yeah. out and do a broiler. But then my point is, why, why would I just, just bake them? them? Yeah. yeah. I'm having a hard time with these, like, multiple step things that are saying this is so
0: much better than the one step thing. I would agree with that. Yeah. I would agree with that. Except for... I'm No, I would just agree with that. But I think I would still do it. Okay. I'm do, wondering if doing
1: the fat, like, rendering them in the, ch- in the pot, Instant Pot, like, what that changes the fat of the skin so that it does crisp up more that's a potential in the oven because you're what you're doing you're pressuring you're cooking the meat and stuff and the the skin is getting cooked but is it i don't know this is my question is it like if then you put it under the broiler is it does it get crisper because of the instant pot pressure cooking or does it is it just the same as if you'd put it in the oven by itself
0: It's a good question. Yeah. I don't don't know know the answer, but it's also like, I don't like doing ribs in the instant pot for this very reason. Cause then you have to do them and you have to broil them. Yeah. And I don't like the two step, but I also like, I do love a fall off the bone rib. Like there was a recipe that we had where you boiled the ribs and then you dry rubbed them and then you wrapped them in foil and then you grilled them and they steamed a little bit more and then you added sauce and finished them on the grill. They were delicious, but I was like, oh my gosh, this is so much work for just a boiled piece of meat. I know. I know. So in any case, there are some good, um, the, the, the place that I fell down on the Instant Pot and I didn't know, and I found a recipe that I did post on the Pinterest page where they had a dry rubbed Instant Pot wing. And dry rubbed is my preferred choice of wing. Yes. But I was like, huh. So what they did is they cooked them in the Instant Pot. They rubbed them before they cooked them. Then they cooked them. And then they finished them in the oven in the broiler pan, just like the other they'd recipes. Rub, they'd have to rub them again then. They didn't. They just put like a glaze on it then. That's so not they a dry were rub. dry rubbed yeah. and then glazed. That's and I was not like, the, same. and That's the
1: recipe that, like, looked dry rub means it's a dry wing. Yes. It's not glazed. And
0: there's no wet, like sloppiness. Yeah. God. Um they yeah. had some really good wings in the Caribbean and they take their like that whole southern cooking down there. They take their wings seriously. They would broil or boil them, and then they would fry them, and then they would toss them.
1: Which I think that is, if I had like a fryer, that would be brilliant. Because when you boil them, you for sure are getting the meat, you know, it's fully cooked through. And then you toss them in the fry to get that crisp.
0: Yeah, and they have like a little bit of something for the sauce to stick to. Yeah. In any case, I do have um, them posted. Thanks, Hope, for posting on our Facebook page, the 28 Recipes. And then I just did a roundup of some of my favorite chicken wings. And these aren't like, these are the best wings in the world. Yeah. They're in no particular order. These are just wings that I really like. And I thought about like. like
1: local, like you yeah. can go get wings. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So Moving I wanted to list. see
0: if I've missed any that you like. So Shamrocks and the Nook is, you guys actually voted them best wings at some point. Yeah. Shamrocks. They have a wing there. They're huge. They have a couple different versions and you can get them boneless too. The Minnesota Wild Wing, there, I really like it is a dry rub, but then it has like this like little tacky sweetness to it that's almost like the rub has brown sugar in it, yeah, so it has this little caramelization bits in them. uh they also have a hot wing challenge, which have you ever done one of these? what a hot wing challenge, meaning like eating as many wings yeah, as you can? twenty wings in twenty minutes.
1: No habanero
0: sauce. No, no drink, I've no. done like habanero challenge, yeah. but I haven't done the wings part of it. Are you flats or drummies? I think flats. me too. Full flats. Do you know how to do it where yes. you put the whole flat in your mouth and twist it? I want to learn how to do that. Will you show me yeah, someday?
1: Yeah. And also, but also I like to just do, I like disconnect it, you know, before I take one bite and then I disconnect it and then you get, and then you pull it in, you pull all the meat.
0: I want to learn there's a technique that apparently you, it's a twisting mechanism that you do inside your mouth where you can pull the entire meat of the flat off of the wing in one bite.
1: I've never done it inside the mouth. I know how to, but I mean, it's like, I guess I wouldn't do that. That's too much. (laughs) I don't need to have that kind of machinations happening when I can do a twist on the outside and pull the bone out. You can twist and pull. I just don't know if you can do it in your mouth.
0: Well, we're gonna try. Okay, we're gonna go have wings, and good we're Lord. gonna try. Hopefully, Kurt will be there, and he can document it, and we can he can get me back for the boob shot. Right there, you go. Um, I I love the. This is such a simple thing, but what Red Cow does with their dry rub wings is they just hit them with a lemon zest. It's so good. Yeah, I don't even know why it's so good. It just like gives it, it's it's gives it that acid or some textural something in your mouth that's different than just the plain. Yeah. Um, also the wings at lap fourteen yeah, that the are best. the Thai basil ones. The Thai basil ones. I had those last week. They're they're like my top two, I think. Yes. Like I, I really love those. I can't I mean,
1: you know, my number one is Monte Carlo.
0: It's the Beijing wings. They're Monte on Carlo. my list. Yeah.
1: They're um, number one in my life.
0: I think they're actually number one in mine too, but I think Bullsh- Bullshorn. Oh, yep, we're wrapping up. Okay, you have it's a few time more to seconds. wrap up. Bullshorn. Doolittles wood fire grill i know that seems weird but they wood fired they're delicious um let's see what else we have on here famous daves i actually love those because they're also wood fired monte carlo and bunnies for okay no wings bunnies uh that's chicken wing roundup we'll be back It's Stephanie Hansen, and I know you don't have time to read all of the labels on everything you buy, but when you shop Lakewinds Co-op, you can shop with confidence knowing that they offer high-quality food from farms and businesses that pay fair wages and grow food in ways that are good for the planet. Each department at Lakewinds has product standards, so in the produce department, it's 95% organic and, of course, as local as they can get when it's not winter. In the meat department, the meat buyer actually visits the farms, including Peterson Craftsman Meats, Pastures of Plenty for pork and they verify that the animals are grazed in pastures seasonally and that they're humanely raised. And in the grocery department there's no artificial flavors, colors, preservatives, no high fructose corn syrup, and no hydrogenated oils. No membership is required to shop at Lake Winds. Everyone is welcome to shop at the co-op. And if you don't live or work near a Lake Winds, find the co-op near you that you can love as much as I love Lake Winds, or you can always shop on Instacart. Lakewinds is in Minnetonka, Chanhasen, and Richfield. Welcome back to the Weekly Dish. We just got notification that our friend Elizabeth Reese's husband can do the wing thing, so we may have to have a chicken wing outing with yes. the Reeses. We Reese may have Reimers. to go have like a post show meetup with the Reese, yes. the Reese Rymers, and get a chicken wing tutorial that we can <laughs> videotape. <laughs> he would totally show us how to do gross. it too. Um, I would
1: probably have fake not being able to do it just so I could eat more wings. Just to be clear,
0: just so you could get the last one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I got a cute little um, note and a box while I was traveling. When I came home, I got it in my mailbox, and I'm arranging things. Am I are... not supposed to look? No, it's fine. Okay, you can. I don't even know how we're going to do this. But okay. Here's the note <laughs> that came with it. We've okay. Got this out so well, Connie Konichiwa, Konichiwa, Konnichiwa, Konnichiwa Stephanie. This is going to be embarrassing. If I have to read in Japanese, here are the Kit Kats that my friend brought back from Japan. She forgot to leave me the bancha T1 sad face. Thanks for making my Saturday mornings extra special. This card that she's written on is 20 years old, bought while I lived in Japan for three years while managing an American bed and breakfast. So fun. Love my culinary friendship. Or Love and Culinary Friendships, Stacy. So here is the card okay. that she wrote. So she sent us a couple flavors of Japanese Kit Kats. And Stephanie loves these and knows everything about them, but I do not, and perhaps you do not. So I'm gonna share just a little bit of information. Oh, okay. Before we get there. Okay. Um, so the reason that there are flavors of Kit Kats that aren't available here, the Kit Kat has been around for 80 years. Mm-hmm. That's a long time. Uh it's produced by Nestle, and there are 16 countries of Nestle that each have kind of their own variations and their own styles. So there's Brazil, Mexico, the U.K., Russia, Bulgaria, Algeria, United Arab Emirates, blah, blah, blah. Um, so the Kit Kat has lots of variations and lots of flavors. There are over 200 different Kit Kat flavors uh, that range from Apple, bakeable custard, baked potato, ginger ale. I had baked custard over Christmas. Cantaloupe, caramel macchiato McFlurry, hot Japanese chili, uh, corn, kucha, lemon cheesecake, creme brulee. There are specialty boxes that you can buy that they won't tell you exactly what flavors you're going to get, but you'll get like 60 different flavors. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Uh, miso soup, soy flour, pear, pumpkin, banana, wasabi, watermelon, yubara, melon. Um, the Some of the most powerful and popular flavors, raspberry infused dark chocolate, mm-hmm. orange chocolate rum, Delicious. green tea.
1: Green tea is a staple. The matcha. Yes. Yes. Love All those. right. So let so me just let, said, let me let me also yeah, explain that. Please, basically the strategy from the Japanese marketing team. You understand. So there is a cult of the Kit Kat. Just to be clear, there is there are people who stock it. There are people who sell it. I've tried to have been find. I've been trying to find the wasabi version i've tried to order it online and then they send me the green tea version i'm like those are not the same they're not the same right so i've been looking for it so if anybody has a wasabi flavored kitkat please, please send, send them to me way. but the deal is is that after the successful launch of the strawberry version um the nestle japan marketing team realized how popular it was among tourists and so they basically decided that Kit Kat was a potential japanese souvenir so it moved in from just you know, being a candy and like, you know, to people, yeah. they they recognize the fact that it would become a cult thing. And so they embrace that idea and they let their imaginations go crazy and they distinguish themselves from other brands. And it basically it's this entire league of its own. The Kit Kat brand in Japan. We will never get these because it is specifically meant to make us crave something we can only really have, which I think is it's it's a in in the glutted world of you know noise and everything else
0: it's perfect it's right and and we know that uh scarcity creates creates desire right yep mm-hmm. Okay. okay, so with that said, I am going to taste some of these with you, okay, okay, the first one I'm getting yeah. chocolate on my computer mm-hmm. the first one is the orange chocolate and mm-hmm. when i opened the package it was an overwhelming smell of orange yeah and i've had these before i love these if you love orange and chocolate
1: it's got like an orange oil kind of you Yum. know it scent tastes to it. like
0: those uh pocky sticks the mm-hmm. orange ones
1: mm-hmm. it's good yeah i really do like those i mean if you love orange cho- i have a friend who just told me the other day her Ooh, favorite
0: wait. what are you getting the weird
1: Aftertaste, But that's an orange oil. I mean, like, if you love orange and chocolate, you know that that's like, that's like the the stuff that comes off of the pit. Okay. All right. I yeah, liked it, and I liked the smell. It's going to
0: be sharp. Last experience wasn't the best. Okay. Uh The next one is the creme brulee. I think these have a lot of potential.
1: I've had this one, too. <laughs> but I will eat it for you, even though I don't want to. <laughs> She's, like, just looking at me like, please don't make me eat that. I don't, I'm not going to eat that one. It's not my jam. Hmm. It's a, it's, it's uh it's a white Kit Kat, just to be clear, to start off first, it's a white Kit Kat. So if you think about creme brulee and you think about the creaminess and then the toastiness of it, you would think that this would work wonderfully. I like it.
0: <laughs> I, I really like do. That. It's got kind of a weird aftertaste. Yeah. It's got like toasty and marshmallowy. It's not bad. It's
1: the smell of it coming into me is the one that I, I mean, like
0: when it's I got like a kind of mapley smell. Yeah. And that's
1: what I don't really like. Yeah. Okay. But this
0: one is very, very sweet. This one is called Party Ice Cream. Oh, How I have not had this? Party Ice Cream. It's in a pink package. It's white chocolate. It's got little flecks of something that look like fun party flavors. Oh, I like this one. This one is totally like it's
1: trying to be like ice cream cake or like I think of this like birthday cake flavor.
0: I like it has It has a too. creaminess, like an actual cream like note to it. Yeah, like kind of dairy. Yeah. Except all of them have a weird kind of aftertaste part, but maybe that's just flavoring. (laughs) Also... What do I expect? I know. I'm like,
1: (laughs) sorry, darling, these are commercial-grade candy bars. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. Well,
0: party ice cream. I like party ice cream. Yeah. All right. I saved one of each to bring to Jake. Oh, okay. Stephanie's son, who's big into...
1: Well, he has the book Sue box coming again. And like the book Sue that we got recently, I got to tell you, which is and maybe I should take photos of him the next time so that you guys can see it. But that's the Japanese subscription, the Japanese snack box, which we're getting subscription wise every, you know, like once a month um, for his Christmas present. And when we got the first box, the kids, those dudes went through and they just and you don't know what things are. I mean, there's a there's a there's a little book that comes with it and explains it. But the fun was, like, tearing through the packages and being like, I don't know, what is that? And then, like, this tastes like a potato. The french fries, like, they had these little, you know, fake-looking french fries, but they tasted exactly like a McDonald's french fry would if it, like, it was amazing. It was, like, in a a plastic bag, though. I
0: love a McDonald's french fry taste. Yeah, you
1: would have loved those. There was a lot of great, and there's one cookie. When I was in Japan in the 7-Eleven, they had this butter cookie, and I couldn't... I, I don't even, like, eating this butter cookie, it was like a little, it came in this little gold and uh, black package, and I would take a bite of it, and I just, it was it was more like a fresh butter flavor than I've ever had anything that isn't actual butter. And we all know how I feel
0: about butter. Yes. But Yum, it sounds delicious. It was, and I've
1: never been able to, I mean, like, not like I've been, but I mean, I do... I do search Japanese snack sites. Like I go, there's a couple. There's the snack store kids. It's So weird. I know. I know.
0: You're just like the ultimate nerd, well, except you're course. a lady I, and you're middle aged. Wait, are you saying that <laughs> nerds can't be ladies? Well, I okay, don't know. you and your sexist group. Yeah, my motorist. sexist nerd rants. Problems.
1: Um, I will tell you that if you want to watch somebody in J- Japan in Tokyo right now, Doug Flicker and Amy Greeley. Doug oh, Flicker, who owns Bullhorn. Yes. You know, our, our, one of our local best chefs, he is, they are in, uh, they are in Japan right now and they are like eating ramen and doing all sorts of crazy fun stuff. So it's a, it's a, been a good trip to watch. Do
0: you, cause I sort of struggled with this a little bit when I was traveling. Cause on the one hand, like I love traveling. We spend pretty much all our money on traveling and food. Yeah. Like I plan to leave nothing for my child. No, it is all going anything. to myself. Yeah. And this, you know, having had cancer at 42, It was very clarifying about like, wow, you know, you go, you're not going to live probably a super long life and you're not going to be planning for your 80s. So what are you doing? Make sure you spend those moments now. So that was the gift that I got from being sick so early. But I also know like not everybody can travel like I travel and it's a little bourgeois feeling at times to be like, oh, we're sailing and it's a super expensive vacation, but do you like when you're on Instagram? Do you like to follow people traveling? Not okay. <laughs> I'm I'm curious because like sometimes I felt like well this is kind of gratuitous to post another stunning picture. But I also like following other people along on their travels. Yeah,
1: I and I agree. I I there's I think there's a I think there's a gradient with this. I like to see obviously I want to see people's food shots. I don't want to see 700 people, 700 food shots. I don't want to. I don't want to see every single thing they ate, right? And I want to. I want. I want to be given a snapshot and a moment, and I want to have it be something that's kind of important. I mean, that's and maybe that's me as far as I am a packaging storyteller. Like I, I tell stories and I package them so that they're beautiful and 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 worthy. And and I think that I think that because I. Because of that. Like, I don't wanna just see like I love you and you know that yeah, I was I'm, I'm asking, all in on yourself. I, I open myself I, up, you give me your honest opinion. I I cannot watch another video of waves going by your window without like feeling like I don't I don't wanna see that. Well also jealous. That doesn't no or mad. It doesn't give what is me the feeling? anything. It's useless. <laughs> Why do I care about waves going by your window? I don't. That's useless to me. What I want to see is a beautiful not just it's useless. It was useless. Wow. No, but your tours through the boat and talking about like how you sail and why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah, brilliant. That's I'm in for that. Okay. I don't (laughs) want. It's just making me laugh. Yeah, I know. I mean, and and the idea of and it's and and beyond you, like when someone posts. I like when you group things. Like if you do one post and there's like a bunch of pictures. Yeah. So I can flip through. If I'm flipping. my feed, and I see, like, like you take a, sh- a post one shot and then another shot and then another shot and another shot. And then I mute you <laughs> because then you've clogged my entire feed, and I don't want that. I want the experience, I want to see what you've got, I want to hear you your story. Ever and then I want to mute
0: me. Yes. Oh. I know.
1: But uh, you wanted to know. And I you did. Know. I want to know the truth. And I, I know, always appreciate that about thing. our
0: relationship as much as I would never, ever <laughs> well, mute you, which makes I, me the good Stephanie. It does make you the, the good record. Stephanie. Um, but I also don't post that much stuff. <laughs> so...
1: I also know this. The only reason I mute you is because I know I'm going to find out the stuff I want to find out and I have access to you. Like, I know I can find, I know that I'm going to hear about your vacation.
0: You can see the videos on my phone, a exactly. 100 of them. I know.
1: And that's <laughs> the thing is, I know that I'm going to get the story. So if I have to pause you in my feed so I don't see you every other picture, that's a gift to you so that you and I can have this moment wow. now. such a wordsmith.
0: <laughs> Please follow uh, Bullsorn Right? Is that where, or is it Amy Greeley and Doug Flicker's it's Flicker actual page? Flay.
1: Yeah, let me find it. Because they I are will fun. Post I did
0: see some of their traveling posts yeah. and they are fun. Yeah. And I am all for people traveling so give me the heads up when you're traveling so that I can follow along on your trip
1: can I also say that if you guys have other feelings about like your like traveling and Instagram and like people's trips give us a call
0: 651-641-1071 651-641-1071 we're all in the trust tree of honesty yeah
1: nobody's it's it's not a value judgment it's not make you a bad person or a good person or anything it's
0: just people have different feelings about (laughs) air quotes useless. useless I'm gonna get t-shirt that I'm gonna just get, says I'm gonna, useless. Get, I'm gonna have to live that for we'll a while. be back give us a call 651-641-1071 we always want to hear your comments your thoughts we don't think that they're useless we appreciate them 651-641-1071 in the ask stephanie portion of the show and just for the record if you're new to the show. We always do this at the end of the first hour. We always break about 945, and when we come back, we take your calls and questions. I know that we're very easy to reach. We're your personal concierge on Twitter, at Stephanie's Dish, at Steph March, and on Instagram, and on Facebook. And the Weekly Dish Facebook page is very robust, and a lot of commentary happens there But at the end of the day, we are a radio show, and we love to talk to you. So 651-641-1071.
1: And that would be the quarterly shaming by Hanson to make you guys call us on the radio.
0: passive-aggressive quarterly shaming. Normally, I just Mm -hmm. say, Yeah, you're right. Why aren't you calling? Nobody's calling. Please call. Yeah. And maybe that's a tip. Maybe as we move into the 13th year, we should stop accepting such audio perfection. Well... You
1: yeah. <laughs> know, I just let it. I just think it's people take time to get to the phone and stuff, and we give them ten lovely oh, minutes.
0: Come on, every week. Best we part last like week. At the same point.
1: Listen, last week we got two calls after the break, so we took it in the yeah. top two and our two. And I looked at Meredith, and I'm like, Hanson hates this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I don't mind taking the calls. I just hate when they come in later. Oh but I'd rather take them than not take them. Of course, of in course. Case, some all of the stuff that came in while I was traveling. Yeah, I just didn't deal with it. Yeah, no, I replied to stuff. Yeah, and I'm glad because normally I'm super good about it. I but know, you
1: definitely are more of the replier than I am because mine comes into my work email. And so it's sometimes my filter catches it and I yeah, don't see it.
0: I just, I, on traveling, again, I looked at my phone pretty much once a day and I didn't have a great connection anyway. And that was it. So if you are waiting back to hear from me you probably won't so if you need something you're going to have to send it to me again now that i'm present oh and we have lots of callers calling in oh now. are they yelling at the us the shaming worked good good <laughs> the public sh- uselessness hi michelle how are you michelle turn down your radio we'd love to chat with you how you doing michelle i'm great
1: thanks how are you
0: good good did you have a question or a comment i have a question i have heard rumblings of something about a private dinner
1: that people have in their homes and that believe they charge for it. And obviously it's not a real restaurant, but it's like bringing people together and that particular host will feature a meal yeah. and you're meeting different people, that kind of thing. Do you guys have any tips on to how to find those? Yes, it is called eat with. And so you want to look up, uh, eat with, I think it's just EatWith.com, Um, oh. and, uh, if you look at, actually, and if you want, there's, so this is a thing that there's, people are doing all over the world. Locally, we have oh. a few people who are doing it. Um, Bill okay. Somerville, who is a wine professional in the Twin Cities, he's one of the people who is doing it. And if you actually go to mspmag.com and Google, uh, you know, Bill Somerville, you might be able to, or search for him. I did go to a dinner at his house and it kind of talks about that whole
0: private dining experience. Oh,
1: cool. Yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much. It I would say. Like a lot of fun. Yeah. yeah
0: it is and scurzo minnesota also does events and i will post his uh link on facebook facebook page to his website uh okay we're on to chris hi chris how you doing today hi i'm good thanks how are you good, good. what can we help you with um just two quick comments talking about the chicken wings yes there is something and a friend of mine has this and she makes the chicken wings in the instant pot. But it's called the melty, melty crisp lid or something. And it's actually like an air fryer lid. Yes, I have this. onto your Instant Pot. Yes. So she'll cook them and then she'll
1: like air fry them to crisp them up at the end. Yes. I did this and I will tell you the only thing that bugs me about it is that it takes, like I have to, you have to like let it go for 15 minutes and then you have to flip them and let it go for 15 more minutes kind of a thing. So it takes oh. almost longer than it would in the
0: oven, I think. Okay, I did not know that. Good to know. We yeah. did a review of that lid or stuffed it, and I think it was kind of a meh.
1: I, I it's and also the hard part is because you have to have things flat and on a, that little basket. You really can't do that. I mean, like I'm used to doing a lot of food. You know, and if you want to crisp yeah. something, you kind of have to do it like a couple times, and that is harder for me. Like the instant pot, you get volume by stacking, but you can't right. do that with this. Crisping. Yeah, with the crisp thing. So that's the harder part too
0: okay good to know all right so instant pot your wings and just get a broiler sheet how about that all right thanks chris uh we have a call from tanya 651-641-1071 is our number we'll take your calls and your comments and thank you ladies for coming through with the public the public humiliation uh tanya how you doing i'm doing well how are you guys good do you have a comment or a question i do i have a comment on the instagram post by you Steph. um
1: On your vacation, and I have to say that I loved them because I've sailed in the British Virgin Islands, and so for me, it was like, ooh, was I there? Look at, they're on Norman Island. Yeah. Oh, my God, they're going to Virgin Gorda, and it brought back all
0: of my memories from my sailing trip from around there, and I'm really sorry you guys didn't get a chance to sail up to Anagata. We didn't this trip. We have in trips past, but yeah, it was too windy, but... Super fun trip. Okay, so if you hadn't been there, would it be annoying or would you still have liked it? I think
1: because I. She
0: you know can't what? tell.
1: I would say it might be annoying because I do have a friend who has been living abroad and travels quite a bit. And at first I'm like, oh, this is nice. I looked through all of his
0: pictures and yep. all of the comments, and now I'm like, eh. <laughs> You're going to mute him because it's useless. Yes. I won't mute him, but I just don't, like, take the time anymore, I guess. I get it. It's It's not
1: your fault. Please (laughs) understand this.
0: You are enough. (laughs) Thank you, Tanya. I appreciate you calling in. Super fun. Uh, We have Dee on the line. Dee, did you have a comment or a question for us? Yeah, I was just going to say, I love the transparency that you guys have. And especially in Minnesota, just being able to be so candid and honest. And that it's not in re- a relationship, you guys are to- set, totally setting some awesome examples. Love it. Thanks oh, so much. Yay. Oh, thanks, thanks for not always yeah. having the We'd, civility <laughs> standards. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much, you guys. I actually that was is thinking about really this. a really lovely comment. Thank you. I think this is what, I think we're moving into that year. And I was telling someone this on the trip who was a big uh supporter of the president and yeah. I'm not necessarily and we were having a really thoughtful discussion together. And I said, I think this is the year where people are gonna start talking again. Yeah. I just feel like it's I hope time. so. I hope so. We will be right back and Ugh. we'll have the Travail Boys on the other side. You're listening to the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. If you ever miss it, you can always find us on the podcast. Or if you missed a segment, check us out there. We'll be right back.